Welcome to Entrepreneurship is a Marathon, a podcast about how you can grow a profit-producing, purpose-driven business without burnout. We don't need more people starting businesses. We need more people continuing. Each week, we'll deliver the latest and greatest tips, tricks, and strategies for you to revive, grow, and scale your business. Now, here's your host, consultant, professor, and the business defibrillator, Vanessa Zami. everyone welcome to entrepreneurship is a marathon tonight is how you can use your voice to grow any business we have a special guest here with us tonight stephanie wall as a speaker coach and author stephanie empowers and inspires women to free themselves from the guilt of being a victim she has helped countless people through her coaching and her books such as her story our story different faces same trauma and her other book how my part-time job saved my life and many more stephanie is passionate about coming alongside her clients to empower them to do something significant and tonight stephanie joins us to talk about the power of your voice and how you can use that right to empower you to use that to grow your business and we're gonna get right into it honestly right get right into it so stephanie we have a whole we have a whole cold conversation before we got live here, um, yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> which is why we are here on the show together because we're like friends. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Stephanie, I'm gonna ask you a question. How can people not be fake, right? Like a big concern that people have is, you know, people probably watching this are like, oh my god, Vanessa's so energetic. Like, do I have to have that voice? Like, what is that voice? And you know, and people may not even think my energy is real. And it's like, no, what you see is what you get, right? Unless, unless I will say. If it's after 1 p.m. and I have not taken my nap for the day, you will see me not <laughs> functioning properly to this level because I do have to reset and recharge and I work off of water and sleep. But otherwise, this is what you get, right? But not everyone is energetic or loud or out there, right? And so should they pretend to be? Is that the idea? Is that how no. they you know, build their voice? You know, no. what do you so you know what, but that's and you know I love your energy, and they're probably gonna be like, "OMG!" So if you are not somebody that can follow people when they have a lot of energy, you might say, "Dear God, I'm exhausted." By the time I get off the off of this show, watching me and Vanessa, because there's a lot going on here. But I will tell you that the best way, the best way to not be fake is to be who you are. Like, don't try to be somebody else. I gave just gave the example earlier today. I was telling them when I first began my speaker's journey, when I went out there, started presenting and being in front of people, I made the mistake. My name is Stephanie and I thought I needed to be like other people. I thought that I talked too fast, my voice was too heavy, that I needed to make sure I enunciated, didn't use any slang, didn't, I'm animated. You see, I like to use my hands. Don't use your hand. I thought I need to sit here and just be quiet and just, right? And that was so not who I was. I wasn't comfortable doing it. And other people were not comfortable watching me do it. And it didn't come off as authentic. So one, if you high energy, be high energy. Be who you are. If you're somebody that's kind of like, you know, I, I am, I'm very analytical but I just speak low, but you know, be who you are. Here's the deal. All folks want to know is what's the meat and potatoes. Give them the juice. If what you are giving them is a, a value, it doesn't matter how you give it to them. Now, 
as the speaker and me got to come back and tell you that there is some peaks and valleys and there is some things, there's some strategy to, as a, to being a speaker. So to, to not be fake, be who you are. Don't pretend to be nobody else. Just bring value to the table. Indeed. Love it, love it, love it. How did you find your voice? Oh my gosh. So like many of you, somebody somewhere told you, you know, you, you got to you know, you could do this, you're a good speaker, or you could be a presenter, or you might be, I don't know, a voiceover person. I found my voice because, because one, somebody told me, you have a unique voice. First, I just want you all to know that it's a unique voice now, hearing when I heard it that way, I received it. Up until becoming an adult and someone told me I had a unique voice, I didn't hear a unique voice. I used to hear, you have, you talk too fast. Your voice, your voice is heavy. She's a heavy voice. She's like a man. You know, it was nothing that made me feel like it was unique and wonderful. But now I hear things like unique and sultry. You see the difference? You see the difference in those things? And I receive it, Sarah, right? <laughs> I receive it. And because of that, now it, it also allowed me to be more authentic, to be myself rather. Because if when you know and you feel comfortable with how you sound, because now you don't hear yourself sounding like a man. You hear yourself sounding sultry. And so that helped me to find my voice because then I felt more comfortable to speak. And also I learned, as I shared with you guys earlier, to be myself and don't try to be anybody else. Be who I am, which then led to me, number one, knowing how to share my story or whatever the topic of the hour is that I'm talking about and how to, to best to give that information out to some, to provide the information to whomever is listening through trial and error and being comfortable with who I am and how I sound. Cause that was huge for me. I love that. I love that. And you know, it's like you, you may have heard, you heard opposite of things, right? You started out hearing opposite things. You didn't really think that, you know, you had a great voice or a great, like you were like, uh, you know, maybe not me. And then someone told you something different, right? And but what do you say to those people maybe who haven't heard that, right? Maybe people who haven't heard, like people are still telling them at the age of 45, perhaps that, you know, eh, I'm going to be a speaker. I don't know about that voice though. Uh, Correct. Like, um, mm -hmm. So let me tell you, you know, here's the deal. I'll, now, even though someone told me that at the end of the day, what really was the deal was mindset. It didn't matter. It does matter what other people say, but what mattered the most was what was I saying to myself? Because sometimes some people may, you may never have heard anybody else tell you there was anything wrong with your voice, but you told you there was something wrong with your voice. So until I, me, Stephanie, and you decide that you, that you're going to move that out of your way, that you're not, that none of that matters until you hear change the way you think about yourself and whatever that is, it, none of this will matter. So I'm telling you, so I'm going to tell you, there is no such thing as a specific voice. Let me be the one to tell you. There is no specific voice, sound, look, color of the skin, uh, mood, whatever. There's different speakers because what is good for me or what is my cup of tea may not be your cup of tea. And that is the same for the person listening. And saying, right now, there's somebody watching right now and they're saying, I love the way I love the sound of Vanessa's voice. I can't stand Stephanie's voice, but that has nothing to do with me. That has everything to do with them. That just means that I'm not for them, and vice versa. But the person and the people that that are your uh, your, your purpose, or the people you're supposed to touch and feel and serve, those people 
will be in line and you'll be just perfect for them, just as you are. I love that. I love that. And that, that touches home for me because I know that I, some people say I speak too fast and that's, that's definitely a thing, right? And the fact, I mean, I do speak fast, right? But there are people who don't say that I speak fast. They're like, oh, I didn't notice. Huh. <laughs> right? And those are at the end of the day, those are the people I'm speaking to. But for those who do say I speak fast, I'm like, you know what? I got some captions for you. got some subtitles for you. Okay. <laughs> You can watch a recording and rewind if you would like, right? If you want to, you know, if you want to rewind, by all means, here's a YouTube channel with some videos. Here's a link. You can replay it, okay? <laughs> like, I got that for you. I hear you, and this is how I'm adapting, okay? <laughs> like, that is... <laughs> you know, I got this recording that you can slow down if you need to. Yes, okay. <laughs> I got you. I received that. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. And so but I love I love that, right? It's like every there's no specific voice or sound that's like more popular than another, right? It's really looking at how can you put that I think you mentioned this earlier, right? The story behind your voice, right? It's a story behind your voice about the messaging and what you're saying, right? And so let's say there's still some people who are like, Yeah, but um, you know, there are all these like the speaker challenge you're doing, right? Like there are people saying, Yeah, but I never received training on speaking. Right. Correct. So do I have to do that first, though? Should I at least do that first? Like what? Like, yeah, I'm going to say the first thing we need you to do is just decide. I mean, I mean, honestly, you know, we do decide what do you want? Do you know that most people are afraid? You know, whatever, whatever you're afraid of or you're fearful of fear. What do we what do we fear for? Oh, fearful. Of? Fear is bordered in. I've been bordered in. It's just laced in a lack of something and the lack of something is either a skill talent or ability, right? So if you, most people are, you know, they say that the fear of public speaking is actually right up, is above the fear of death. I heard, I want to say, I think it was T.D. Jakes that said that there are people that would rather be in the box at a funeral than to, right, be in the box than to speak at their own funeral. Right. So I'm going to tell you that if you if you are somebody that say, you know, but I can't. We all started out at the same place. I promise you, most speakers, method, not most, all speakers were speaking or doing some type of talking before they if ever they got professional training. So just get started. If you feel if that's your gift, if you have a story and everybody does. But if, it's, if you feel compelled or you want to share it with someone, or more importantly, in this world, in this COVID world, if you got a J-O-B, you got a career, the chances are high that you are using your voice to communicate on this device or in person. And those that can speak up typically go up. We got to use our voice. We can't, yeah. we cannot showcase who we are without using a form of communication. Yes. And of course, like video is very important in this day of marketing, right? As people have said, as people have shared, I mean, now Clubhouse is not video, but it's audio. Um, but, you know, video is very important. It's definitely getting high ranking in the algorithm. And I believe that everyone needs to do video, right? If you are someone who writing is your jam, then you write. If photography is your jam, then you do photography, right? But for most population, video um, is what you're probably going to be doing in order to help grow your business and get the word out there and really you know, create the impact and change that you want to make, right? But video equals speaking. And also you run a business. So we're going to go and take a little quick little break here. But when we get back, Stephanie will be sharing with us tips 
that she has for people looking to do business and sell, right? So speaking to sell and mastering that, and we'll be right back in a couple. If you're a storefront business owner, salon owner, or brick and mortar shop owner, including a cafe, home decor, furniture, or clothing boutique, then listen up. We have some incredible discounted workshops at thezami.com for our podcast listeners to help you increase your sales by 50%. If you're looking for more tips on reviving your business, make sure to visit our website, thezami.com. That's B-Z-A-M-Y.com. To register for our upcoming business growth workshop on staff management, financial management, and time management. It's your time to revive, grow, and scale your shop so you can go on that vacation and still have your shop thriving. Visit bzami.com. That's B for Vanessa, Z for Zebra, A for Animal, M for Money, Y as in yes.com. Visit bzami.com for more details. We are here with Stephanie talking about how to use your voice to grow your business. What are tips that you can share with our audience today? Don't you know, give it all the all the meat and details because they probably don't have time to watch the whole video anyway. But that's right. okay. <laughs> so, but what what tips do you have for people in terms of the speaking to sell route? Right? How do they connect their voice and their business to selling and all that jazz? Okay, got it. So listen, folks, I promise you, if you're in business, I don't care what business you're in. I want you to think about this. Come with me. Go on, go on this journey with me. When, what business that you just started doing business with, I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's a new hairstylist. I don't care if it's a new clothing place. I don't care what a new branding business, whatever that business was. How did you make a decision? Did you follow them on social media? Did you research them? And when you did your research, was the research based on what you saw and what you heard. Now, I'm going to tell you that according to data, right? According to the data, 90% of the consumers, of consumers in the last few years, particularly um, in the last 10 years, but not even that, let's just talk about the last couple of years. And it's particularly since we're online, 90% of the consumers are saying that they decided that they were going to do business with, with various companies or a company based on get this testimonials now not just any testimonial testimonials that a that had the picture of the person the written word but more importantly testimonials that where you actually heard the person speaking it validated the person and the business think about the last time you wanted you were going to research something. My husband, everything is with a review. What did the review say? What did the review say? And I will tell you, I'm on Amazon everywhere else. I'm looking at the reviews before I buy the product. What the folks say? I want to know what everybody had to say about this particular product. And I'm going to tell you, admittedly, even I, when I hear it's the audio of it, it's like, okay, okay, they, they're valid. Well, here's the deal. When you, you want, as a business owner, when you have a client and the client says, oh my gosh, thank you so much. You know, I learned so much from Vanessa. You know, like we're on here right now. She's my client. And at the end of her client call, you know, at the end of when you finish with your client for the day or the the, 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 the program or whatever it is, right? Whatever the, they purchase there is the coaching package. You say, okay, you know, Vanessa, so you might say, Stephanie, so, you know, how are things going, whatever. And, and I may be raving to Vanessa. Vanessa. If she's on a, somewhere that's a, that is actually video like this, 
I would like to think that she had the record button hit and she had just me on there because now that is a receipt, right? So that's number one. That's using your voice because you have to ask for it. Every time someone says, and you, or I know when you're going to call, they say at the end of this call that we're going to ask, have someone do a survey at the end when you're going to be on a, on a, on a call for anything. Do you, and if you have a great call and the person helps you out, they're like, do you mind doing a, an interview at the end or a survey at the end? That's, that's coins. So I need you to use your, your voice there. I, I think I shared with you, Vanessa, that I, I did a, I'm a speaker. I'm a speaker, coach, and author. All right. So speaker, who coaches? Who's an author? How's it all rolled together? Well, you all, I like to, I like to use, talk about books. If you're a speaker, or let's, let's go back. If you're an author and you're not speaking, man, you're leaving money on the, on the table. <sighs> Example. Most people say, well, what about schools? You know, I, don't, I can't get in. I can't do anything. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a teacher at a school. I'm an educator. And my schools don't have budgets for speakers. Most don't. But they have budgets for books. And if you are an author, then you then you tell them, do you, have, you ask them, do you have a budget for books? Well, they'll say, why, yes, I do. Then you put your, you, you balance that book, the cost of the books. And make sure your fees included in that, and bam, right? That's that's one. Now, if you're a speaker and you got books, and you that they can't afford the, whoever the program is, we don't we have we can only pay a little bit of money or no money. Well, you speak, right? And when you get off the stage, meet you at the author's table. Now, let me just be clear: we're not doing no vending. We're not vendors. We're at the author's table. No back of the room. Go to the back of the room. No, none of that. We're going straight to the author's table. No, we're going straight to the author. And so because, because the expectation, they come to meet the author. They can be lined up at your table. But with the, here's the deal. When you're speaking and you're on the stage, you, when you're speaking, because they have to learn why. When people buy out of emotions. They don't buy because your product is just fabulous. You have to tie them to it. I don't care if you have to, this cup. If I'm selling this cup, boy, I better sell this thing. I'm gonna talk about how fabulous this cup is. It's a one of a kind cup. See, this cup it has whatever. You, you better you have to get into it. You know when you as a when you were in public speaking in college, how you had to, everybody had to talk about the pencil. I know for me anybody, they was like for like for two like for two minutes. Once you talk about that pencil, and I was like, what? Like the very, and I was like, okay. So this is a red pencil that happens to be a, a red pencil that has from, look, the centennial celebration for Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. And it says 1913 to 2000. You know, you just got to go in and in and in on it. But I'm telling you on the stage, I use my voice one to, to get clients because while I'm on wherever I am, I'm going to tell them about what it is that I do. So if I'm on the stage, and I'm there presenting, or I'm in a room and I'm presenting on one topic. I'm now showing them the expert, right? I'm now telling them, letting them see for themselves that themselves they're experiencing what I say that I do. And now they've now I'm emotionally tied to them because well, guess what you're gonna tell them? Your why. They want to know why you're doing what you're doing. Have you ever if and, and Vanessa, I want to ask you this: have you ever like been in a restaurant? And the waiter or waitress, 
at some points, you know, you whether you ask them a question, but you learn something about them. Mm. And once you learn something about their background, it um, emotionally ties to that person. And now you want to give them even more of a tip. Oh, yeah. That was one chick where she's talking about Disney World with her and kids. And I was like, I love Disney World. Right. And at the end, I was like, oh, I want to help her find a Disney World trip. <laughs> you see that right there? That's what I'm talking about. So if you, so when I, if I'm, when, when I'm on the stage, I'm going to, you're going to know something about your audience because you should always know about your audience. So I'm going to, I was in an event and I could tell from my research and, and because you can get there early and you're going to meet and greet. And cause that, cause you want to, they want to get to know you before you hit the stage and get to know what, you know, what's, what can be expected. And what, and so you greetings, so when you get up there, you can say, you know, you won't feel so jittery. You say, you know what? Yeah. And they know they're going to get a y'all from me. Cause I'm just this country, but I'm be like, y'all, I met that. I just got here to whatever area, but I met Vanessa, Vanessa Zamey. Y'all know Vanessa. Vanessa, where you at? But I'm gonna be waving, and Vanessa's gonna wave at me, and that's gonna give me some credibility because they know Vanessa. They just met me, and because Vanessa is is she and I, we now good best friends. They can be like, all right, and then I'm going to tell them my story. I'm gonna tell them a bit of my story, whatever it is. If it's a room full of people, if you're in a room full of moms or dads or parents, then talk about the fact you have children. If you're in the room with a bunch of folks that clearly they are going to college is important and that's their thing, or this is something in, in reference to it, then talk about your college experience. Talk about the fact that you went to college. Talk about where you went to college. You have got to bring them into the story. Ask them to shake their hands or to say something or look at their neighbor like you're in church, but you have to use your voice to connect them to you. Let me just say you three things. You, me, and everybody, we only purchased the three, well, actually two reasons. We're either, what you offering is either fulfilling, making us feel fulfilled, feel good or happy, or it's relieving a pain. I don't care what the product or service is. Those are the only two reasons why people move forward and do business with you. What you have makes them feel better about themselves because it removes a pain or it fulfills a need and it makes you feel good. Like it feels good. And if you look at marketing in any form, that's how it sounds. So how do you use your voice? If you're on a job, if you're on your job job and you want to have a, and you want to get promoted, you, if you, let's say you want to lead a team, you know, the, the team leader is always presenting or, or using their voice to make people feel more inspired. If you are not able to say, you know, not be able to, to, to showcase or look to be, you're actually you're showcasing yourself. If you're not able to sell yourself and your ability to lead those folks or to be able to, they, they know that they have this campaign that they can put you out front and you're going to wow the people that you can give them the information like, oh, you know, they, they can have, aha, at least once. They're going to go on to the other person that is willing to step forward and, and can put that presentation, can provide a presentation and can present in such a way that the people that are listening feel like they take they had something they took away from it and they energize them. Because being like that, well, you know, energy does is a contagious. It is contagious. Energy is contagious. So if you got a lot of energy, people can't help but be like that doggone girl. I swear I don't know what's something about her, her energy. 
If, but if you are not high energy, then I'm going to tell you that, in like, and, and I'm sure Vanessa has told you all that when you are presenting to anyone or you're talking to them about anything, one, that you know, have a quote, you know, whatever it is, you know, I have a lot of go-to quotes, and but I one thing that I absolutely love and I believe is true that, and we've heard it said by many people, and I'm not sure who said it first, but I will tell you that change, nothing changes until we do. But I also know that change is inevitable because Bob Proctor says that change is in um is inevitable, but that personal development is a choice. And so you make sure you tell them a, a quote and why is this relevant. But you also make sure that you always have you make at least one, two or three points. What is your point? And you absolutely got to get them to be a, to in, bought into the story, bring them into the story. But some people require data. Make a data point. You know, tell them what, look, look, you know, or back in the day, it used to be, tell them what you're going to tell them, tell them, and then tell them what you told them. Right? Remember that? Oh, but now it's just, it's simple. Les Brown says, listen, never speak unless you have a point, but always have a point when you're speaking. Right? And so oftentimes you may push yourself out of the circle of, of excellence because you had a, you're at a, a conference table full of your peers and you're not, you feeling like you don't belong because you're suffering from imposter syndrome. And so you know how they go around the table. Does anybody have anything to add? Does anybody have anything to add? And you really don't. And instead of saying, I have nothing, nothing to add. I look, I have, I have, I have nothing further to add to this, right? I have nothing. You tried to say something, but you're not prepared. And now you're really repeating what the first three people have just done. And you look crazy. So I'm telling you, <laughs> you look crazy. So use your voice in everything. You, whether it's a teacher, look, I say teacher, preacher, speaker, author, poet, educator. Uh, Vanessa is a professor. As a matter of fact, when I get off of here, I got to go grade 25 papers because I'm a professor with our local university. See, but that's what I'm telling you. We got too much alike now. We're too much alike. But it is, how did I, how did I land that position? It was my, the, they, the person didn't know me from Adam, but they heard about my ability. They knew what Daria had, but they heard about how I engage other people and, and how I inspire Same thing happened to me, girl. Same thing. Damn. Y'all sitting there, y'all learn, y'all go, this is Someone it. else was at another workshop I was doing. She worked at the university. She then connected. She was like, she then connected me with someone else at the university. I was like, I heard Vanessa speak. She's really engaging. I think she should be a professor at the school of business. And then that's how it started. And that right there, you, this is just key. I don't care. I don't care what business you have. You does anybody, Vanessa, I know you, you, you and I we probably have talked about this, but how many of you know some former lawyer, doctor? preacher or some other thing they are no longer doing that in a brick and mortar or something but they are now coaches and consultants are you interested in partnering with vanessa zami the business defibrillator to revive grow or scale your business then text 617-959-2203 we specialize in collaborating with storefronts salons and shops to help you increase your sales by 50 percent in only a few months that's 617-959-2203 for more details. If you're looking to shock your 10-year shop back to life, then text 617-959-2203.
It's your time to have a reliable team, increased store traffic, and glowing sales growth so you can take that vacation outside your country while having your store still thrive. Text 617-959-2203 for more details. They are you, ooh, we, it's a whole nother talk show, but I was going to say, I'm going to use the example of Bishop T.D. Jakes, who I love, but if you go back and just kind of look at, he has kind of dropped the Bishop and now he just says T.D. Jakes. That's a marketing, that's his brand. He's changing his brand because he's preparing for his, he, he, he's leaning more from, from being just a preacher to being more of a speaker. And he doesn't want to just be, be boxed in as Bishop T.D. Jakes. He wants to just be known as T.D. Jakes. Don't believe me, look at the next last three books. There's no Bishop on that book. It's just T.D. Jakes. But he's a speaker. He's a heck of a speaker who happens to be a preacher. So I want you to think about, just you can literally draw, you can get your pen out and you can say, okay, how can I use my voice to grow my business? Right now, I D-double dare you, if like the kids say, to look on YouTube and look and see how many attorneys have now have YouTube page, pages. And that is how they are connecting to new clients because people are not, you, the old, nobody watching spending money on 3 million com, um, commercials. Anybody watching television? They're on Netflix. Right. So those commercials are not going to be watched. So but and it costs too much money. I'm going to tell you. So I teach criminal justice and I teach ethics. And I would I, I'd like to show a lot of videos because, you know, you learning styles are different. Nobody wants a bunch of reading, 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 show, put a video. So when I so my when I ask a question, I also have a video that I ask them to watch a very brief video, maybe, you know, no more than a couple of minutes. And a lot of time, if I'm like, like what is I want to know the, this particular thing about this with traffic, whatever. The dog on attorneys, because just like us, we do challenges and we do all kinds of things to bring people into our, right? To build up our client base. Well, they got built this too. They're doing the exact same thing. They're doing the exact same. Man, they're using their voice. They're creating there's a, um, you can go on there right now and say, what is, what, what can I, put DWI, you're going to get attorneys on YouTube training on Zoom on how, what to do if you get stopped by the police, what to do if you have a DWI, like little short clips, little short clips. And with that, if you're an entrepreneur and you should be, if you're a business owner, what, if you have a website or web page or social media site. If you are not making little clips or taking clips and little parts from your videos when you're training somewhere else and creating little short clips that are your receipts, because if you are a speaker and folks Google you, because when you are putting your speaker package, the, the first thing they're going to ask for is those receipts. They want to know, show me when you were somewhere speaking. They didn't see you speaking. I, I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one. Vanessa, would you go and allow someone to do your hair without seeing their work? 
I would not. No. <laughs> Wouldn't you? <laughs> Listen, and that's it. Listen, and many people would not. Would you allow someone to paint your house, any part of your house, without somebody or something letting you know that they're reputable? That's enough. So this is what I'm going to tell you. Your voice if you are what do you have a book you you have a you have a product and i'm going to tell you if you're a coach consultant speaker author you've got to speak out and the, and the chances are if you are a one if you're a coach you're talking all of the time and oftentimes coaches and consultants there are people that say i can't seem to get any clients that's because they are afraid to ask for or even tell people what it is what it is that they do and oftentimes they don't know how to tell people what they do they just say i'm a i'm a consultant but what okay well what do you how do you consult right who do you consult so i'm going to tell you there are a couple of just just so you guys know i if you haven't already done it i pray that you do it at some point don't get away from the old elevator speech. I will tell you, I want to say it's the, they call it the verbal or the vocal. I, 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 uh, what is it? Um, Quinn Conyers calls it the vocal business card. Lisa Nichols calls it your snap. Right? At the end of the day, it's the abbreviated elevator speech. Because I'm, you know, I have my shirt on talking about my one million lives transform. If I'm in the elevator, and somebody says, one million, you know, they're going to ask, you know, right? What is one million lives transformed, right? You better, I, I better be able to come real. What does that mean? You know, oh, you know, one, oh, oh, one million, I should be able to go in there and tell them real quickly that one million lives transformed. I am the founder of one million lives transformed, which is the number one um, women empowerment networking group. Boom, 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 boom. And then for women, right? And they're like, oh, and hopefully by my energy, me saying that, somebody might say, well, what is, right? And they'll ask more questions, but you should say something in the, you know, give them something to tell them about what it is. And then and obviously I would have went into more, you know, more details about what it was, but it would have been no more than 30 seconds be, to be intentional because folks are going to go off. They over here and all they want to know is, and all that you should be sharing with them is who you are, what you do, how you serve. And if you can't tell other people what it is that you do and how you serve and how you're changing lives, quite frankly, how you transform their lives, then why would that person want to give you their money, their hard earned money to do business? I'm going to tell you that some of you, and I know it's true because I'm seeing it on social media. Some of you are on social media pissed off because your family and friends are not doing business with you. So let's go ahead on and call it what it is. Y'all ready for this? Your family and friends cannot buy or <laughs> enough of your products to sustain your business. And many of them will not do business with you. It's not because of you. Hopefully, most, most, most likely, it has a lot to do with the fact that they, the version of you that they know is the version of you before you were entrepreneur. 
and then until they see you like in their mind, whatever their version of success is, until they see you get there, they're not going to do business with you. They may do business with your somebody that's doing exactly what you do. And you'd be like, I and they may not even be as good as you at that thing, but it has it has everything to do with they don't know that version of you yet. And after you're super, super sex, uh, successful, they might be like all of a sudden they clamoring to do business with you. But guess what? You can't build you. They are your they're your beta testers. That's where you start. But that's not where you finish. And how many of you know that you must absolutely have some you must do business with strangers because strangers, they just respect the craft. And, but are you are that true for you, Vanessa? I would say yes. And I'll tell you, I always tell people it's like, you know, the friends and family may buy from you from like the first round, like they may, depending on what it is. But even like when I was going into consulting entrepreneurs, in order for my friends and family to buy from me, they would have had to be entrepreneurs and or people thinking about doing a business, but then they weren't. So then it's like the expectation of that a couple of years ago wouldn't make sense. Now I got people reaching out to me, you know, messaging me like, so Vanessa, I need help. Or, da, 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 I want to work with you. Or, da, 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 et cetera, et cetera. But at the time, it was definitely like I had to rely on people I didn't know. And so I went off networking, all that jazz. Um, and then I pandemic happened. So then I went online, all that jazz. But it really is strangers. Right. And it really is. You know, but it goes back to even all the other stuff in terms of having reviews, having the proof points and ensuring that you are continuing. No matter even if friends aren't and family aren't buying from you, still continue to show up. Still continue to show out, still continue to share your message and share what you're doing. So, you know, when that faithful day comes, when they, they may decide that you may have the product for them or you may have the service for them. Right. Or they may one day meet somebody who does. And so as long as they continue to see that you are showing up and showing out, then they will show up and show, show out as well, too. And so, yeah. So thank you, Stephanie, for joining us. If you have an existing business and you're stuck, by all means, reach out to me. If you haven't even, if you don't even have an idea yet, if you're still trying to figure out what is your voice, you don't know what your voice is, and you're still looking to like make that, then turn that into a business, reach out to Stephanie, okay? So ensure that you're getting the help and support. Either way, though, get the help and support that you need so that yes. you can ensure that you're moving forward in your best self and your best for just life in general. Um, and with that being said, thank you again, Stephanie, for joining us here this thank evening. Thank you. Pleasure for having you. And for everyone else, have a lovely evening and chat with you again next week. Thanks for joining us this week on Entrepreneurship is a Marathon. If you found value in the show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes or Spotify, or if you'd simply tell a friend about this episode. And if you are looking for more tips on reviving your business, make sure to visit our website, thezami.com. That's B-Z-A-M-Y.com. To register for our upcoming business growth workshop on staff management, financial management, and time management. It's your time to revive, grow, and scale. Visit thezami.com. That's B for Vanessa, Z for Zebra, A for Animal, M as in money, Y as in yes.com. Visit thezami.com for more details.